0: really started looking up everything in my life, and I was appalled because everything in my life was toxic. I started with my French cosmetics, a <laughs> 9 on a 10-point scale. They were outrageously expensive, wow. and I was poisoning my body right through my skin. Wow! And cosmetics are a huge endocrine disruptor because the cosmetic industry is allowed to monitor itself. So they run their own tests. And um, there's a little bit more regulation that passed three years ago. But the only other regulation that ever existed for cosmetic companies was because they were putting rat poison into mascara back in the 1930s. (laughs) But there had never been any other regulation. And even now, they are self-monitoring.
1: That's terrifying. That's terrifying, Cheryl, because actually... You know, every woman listening to this podcast will be going, well, I spend lots of money on expensive cosmetics that I think are a better quality. Welcome back to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause podcast, the show where we crack open the conversation about this time of life and empower you to become the CEO of your menopause transition. I'm your host, Dr. Clarissa Christensen. Join me and my guests as each week we show you how you can thrive through menopause. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Thrive Through Menopause. And today we're going to be talking about something that many of us are not aware of, and that is the toxins that are in our environment and how much they influence our health, our hormones. And so I'm delighted to be joined by someone who's been through her own journey and has done five years research on exactly what's going on. And so I'm delighted to have Cheryl Mayer. She's an author uh, and someone who has, I know an autoimmune disease, but has actually conquered that through making changes. Welcome Cheryl to the show. Thank you, Clarissa. I am so happy to be here. I am delighted. Cheryl, for our listeners, share a little bit about your own story and how you came to be writing books and podcasting and speaking about
0: this topic of toxins my life is completely different than it was eight years ago. So I was a solo printer. I had my own jewelry business. I designed jewelry and I sold it to big box companies in the United States like Kohl's and Macy's and JCPenney. And I wasn't paying attention to my body and my body was telling me that something called my toxic load was building. But I was so busy doing, it would flit across my brain so quick I didn't even really stop to register it. And by the time you're in menopause, you've probably built up a significant toxic load yourself if you're not aware of it. So that's where I'll start. I woke up one morning and everything in my body hurt. Every joint, every muscle. I had serious brain fog. I was much more tired than when I went to bed the night before. All of these are signs of toxic load. But I went to my conventional doctor, and she ran tons of tests, and she ran them again, and she ran more, and she called me and said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And I said, that's ludicrous. (laughs) I hurt. I know there's something wrong with me. Well, I'll give you steroids, but what I really want you to do is seek mental therapy. So my first comment is, don't let anybody else own your health but you. Because I knew there was something wrong with me, and I was lucky. I had a staff that had been with me for a long time. So I turned my business over to them, and I dug in, not even having a clue what I was looking for. And I tripped into something called the functional medicine community, which is a new form of medicine that I have to tell you. I'd like to say it's the future, but they don't start with pharmaceuticals. But they do go to major medical schools. My doctor went to Yale, who I finally found, who then agreed that I had autoimmune disease. But that was three years into the process. So I tripped into functional medicine. And at the time, they were running a series of summits. And I listened to 19 of them with multiple doctors. And there were reoccurring themes. Sounded like I had autoimmune disease. Sounded like I had something called toxic load. And it sounded like I had something called Leaky gut. And I had no clue what any of those were, but that's where I started. And I found out pretty quickly that no matter what, there were two things I could do for leaky gut that I controlled. One was to learn how to release my stress, which I thought was good for me. I thought it made me get more done. Ends up stress when it's chronic. Everybody has some stress, but when it accumulates into chronic, it actually hinders productivity. So I learned a series of two and three minute breathing or movement exercises that I now break up my day with every day that lets what I call the steam off the crockpot so that it doesn't build up to chronic. And that ended up being important because although my conventional doctor didn't find it, my cortisol was almost to Addison's disease. I had used it all up, and conventional medicine didn't react because I wasn't diseased yet. So I started by learning stress exercises and then I dug in to toxins. Now, there is a giant database available, not exactly user friendly, but it's out there, it has hundreds of thousands of items listed in it. Wow. And it's by EWG which is the Environmental Working Group, and people know EWG because they put out the Dirty Dozen Clean 15 list, which changes every year, and people at least are more familiar with that, but there is a gigantic database behind that, and I literally started looking up everything in my life, and I was appalled because everything in my life was toxic. I started with my French cosmetics, (laughs) <laughs> a nine on a 10-point scale. They were outrageously expensive. Wow. And I was poisoning my body right through my skin. Wow. And cosmetics are a huge endocrine disruptor because the cosmetic industry is allowed to monitor itself. So they run their own tests. Wow. And um, there's a little bit more regulation that passed three years ago. But the only other regulation that ever existed for cosmetic companies was because they were putting rat poison into mascara back in the 1930s. (laughs) But there had never been any other regulation. And even now, they are self-monitoring.
1: That's terrifying. That's terrifying, Cheryl, because actually, you know, every woman listening to this podcast will be going, well, I spend lots of money on expensive cosmetics that I think are about equality.
0: Yes, and they're not. They are still loaded with stuff. And so I recommend, and this one is something I just learned look up the last ingredient on your cosmetics or on your cleaning supplies mm. or on your fragrances, which are horrible. Um, endocrine disruptors mm. and cause oh, they're toxic They because even the one that takes the smell out of the air is toxic it's yeah. hard to believe that all these products are on the market and our government is not protecting us here mm. so what my call to action is join with me because mm. the institute for um responsible technology says it'll only take a five percent shift and big food big pharma, big cosmetics, they'll start to shift. And I have seen quite a bit of shifting in the eight years since I've been looking into Mm. this. So look up that littlest ingredient. They're in order of amount. And if that thing is toxic, you don't want it. Because Even in a small, there is no amount of poison that's good for your body. And that too accumulates. So make it easy. I was looking up every ingredient. You don't have to do that. Start with the littlest one. And if that's not toxic, then go one up and see if that is. But you should be checking out everything. And cosmetics and cleaning supplies are rated on a scale of one to 10. Mm. There are some other scales out there for things like laundry detergent. But that's another area where it is completely hidden. There is very little transparency. Yes. The companies call it proprietary, so they don't want you to know what's in there. Mm. And the most toxic thing in your house are the little soap pads, those little pods oh, for yes. your dishwasher yes. and your laundry. If a, if a toddler were to bite into that, you probably can't get them to emergency. They are that toxic. Wow. So you don't want to be washing your clothes in that because, again, your clothes touch your skin. And one of the signs of toxic load for me was I was getting random rashes. They were going down one side of my body and, wow. whoa, what caused this? And then whoop, they'd be gone. Well, that, you know, things like laundry detergent were causing mm-hmm. all of that. Um, fabric softener sheets. Wow. Terribly tough. Terrible
1: thing. Yeah. They're terrible things. Yeah. Cause your clothes are almost dry before they go on them. Yeah.
0: Right. And well, so you're wearing all those toxins, but start yeah. with food because uh, food is health. If you eat, um, organic, and I try to eat everything organic because my health is worth it to me now. Mm-hmm. But if you can't eat everything organic, then at least follow the Dirty Dozen, Clean 15 list. Yes. That is really easy for you to research and find. And if it's on the dirty side, it could have as many as 80 toxins on it. So for God's yeah. sakes, buy those organic. And then yes. if it's on the clean side, you don't have to worry about it. They're not toxic. And the in-between is a choice. Mm. And... People say to me, I I choose to do organic because I don't want any amount of toxin in my Uh. body. But if you really are serious about your health, find someplace else to get the money. Stop stopping for coffee on your way to work. There are ways to save and cook. Make your own food and make it from real whole foods. Mm. Uh, My whole thing is you should eat all the colors of the rainbow from a farm as close to you as possible because each color has a gift and they work together to party in your body to create health. (laughs) I love that. Your body (laughs) needs those nutrients and it's an amazing thing. The minute I started, yeah, I kind of knew this but mm. I was eating all the processed food and the frozen yes. foods, and I, they were loaded with synthetic chemicals. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what it is, your body doesn't know what it is. And so mm-hmm. that's what I was eating. And when you start eating whole foods, it only takes a few weeks, mm-hmm. and your body starts to have a party. You, I recommend you look in the mirror every morning, and you ask yourself, how do you feel today? And then you yes. get quiet enough to let your body answer because wow. I wasn't doing that. I was so uh, busy. No. And so um, I actually have a handout, which we could put under your podcast. That would 20, be great. And it's called 20 Hidden Signs You're Not As Healthy As You Think. Wow. Well, I'd love that. But let us it's
1: mentioned food there. And, and, you know, I'm a big advocate of eating, you know, clean food chucking the cheap chicken as I call but are there some foods Cheryl that are worse than others
0: um anything with something you can't pronounce or don't know what it is should not even go into your shopping cart so learn to read labels because it's critical And give up on the fast food. There is nothing in fast food that your body can use, except for maybe a little bit of chipotle if you're in a situation where you can't find anything else to eat. They actually do try to source healthy Mm. ingredients. But start there and then make sure that you're eating enough. Your body replaces all of its cells on a regular basis including your brain. They just discovered your brain replaces cells. For years, they thought your brain, you got dealt a certain amount of cells and those (laughs) were what you had. And guess what? They were wrong. And so things like your gut lining, which I talked about leaky gut, if you don't eat whole food and you're eating poison and toxins and sensitivities, which I hadn't mentioned, I had what I thought were allergies and it ends up they were not. I have 18 sensitivities, which are normal food that lots of people can eat, but I cannot. And there's a test for that that your mm. conventional doctor probably won't give you. Yes. So ask him for it. And if they won't, there's a company called Meridian Valley in Seattle where you can order the test, poke your finger, send it in, and then you get an hour with their doctor telling you how to read the test. Fantastic. I ha- and you can do an elimination diet. Would have yep. done me no good because I am sensitive to lots of herbs and I would never have thought to eliminate them. Mint, mint, sage, basil, put me over the edge. Um, Chicken, didn't matter if it was organic chicken, I ate so much chicken, I thought I was going to cluck. Well, when you eat a lot of (laughs) the same thing and it starts leaking through the wall of your lining, Mm. and I'll explain how that happens, then you become sensitive to it and chicken's gone. I will never eat it again. Isn't that
1: fascinating, Cheryl? That's fascinating that actually it's not just the usual gluten lactose, which it obviously right. is for a lot of people, but it is as and I know some people who are allergic to almonds and chicken. But right. yeah. It's you so an
0: allergy great. truly is something like peanuts. You yes. eat it, you react, it can kill you. Yes. A sensitivity is something mm-hmm. that creates a slow burn. And slow burn equals inflammation. Yes, it does. And inflammation equals disease. And I'm convinced that inflammation is at the core of cancer, autoimmune diseases, heart disease, all of our chronic illnesses start with inflammation. So let me quickly tell you what leaky gut is. Tell me, tell me. There are things that go into your gut that interrupt you from digesting your food down to the right size, toxins, candida, um, glyphosate, things that they're spraying on our conventional Mm -hmm. crops. Glyphosate is Roundup and they actually make crops Roundup ready so that they drench the crops in Roundup and Roundup is poison. They lost a lawsuit last year where they actually got all of their records of all their test studies Mm -hmm. and they knew for 25 years that it's cancerous but it's still being sprayed it on is our food still being sprayed. and on our lawns and on our schoolyards. So that's another good reason to eat organic because you don't need that in your body. So those things and sugar, sugar goes into our gut and interrupts our digestion yes. and stress impacts every organ in our body and stops our digestion so now we have these two large sizes that want to go into our bloodstream because they didn't get small enough so they start poking up against the wall of our stomach and that is only one cell thick i think that's hysterical and it replaces itself every seven days but it can't keep up the more you're putting in there that keeps you from digesting your food properly the less your g- the gut lining can keep up so mm-hmm. it rips little holes in your gut lining which is why it's called leaky gut yeah and then these particles go into your blood and your immune system does exactly what it's supposed to do it screams foreigner because it can't recognize it <laughs> and when it screams foreigner it begins to turn on itself and attack that particle and then the body's fascinating if i was young i would go back and become an um a biochemist your body mimics wherever you're weak and so whatever that particle is for me it was my joints and my muscles Mm -hmm. for someone else it might be their thyroid for someone else it might be their lower gut or it might even be your brain and start causing Parkinson's or dementia your body mimics something in your body that is weak and then that little food particle starts to pretend that that's what it is, which is what autoimmune is. I started attacking my muscles and my joints. And all of that goes through your liver, and your poor little liver can't keep up with it either. So it's really important that you're aware of what toxins you're putting in your body, because it's only got three ways out. Your skin, so you don't want to be putting it on your skin, your kidneys, and then your liver. And so we need to start cleaning this up. And trust me, the government is not going to help us doing it. We, we going We the wrong do. direction.
1: Yeah, we do need to start cleaning it up. And we have some things that we can do ourselves, aren't there? Like you said, eating the rainbow, eating organically, knowing our sensitivities. But there are lots of other Toxins aren't there, that are not so (laughs) easy to find, am I right?
0: Well, the next place I would go, they're actually easy to find, but we're not aware of them. And that's what comes out of your tap. We seem to think that Flint, Michigan is unusual. And most waters in most water departments are loaded with crud. Mm -hmm. They have pharmaceuticals in them that people have put down the toilet. They have all the chemicals that have been sprayed on our crops that have gone down into our groundwater. Um, You can get a water report from your city and hold on to your hat because they're going to make you turn gray because there's all kinds of nasty, heavy, toxic metals And Mm -hmm. things that are in there, that again, you don't want in your body. So we started with a filter under our kitchen sink. Uh So that was the water that we drank. And that was the water that I cooked with. Since then, because I'm so aware of what goes through my skin, I have an entire filter system on the whole house. Because I don't want it hitting me in the shower or soaking into me in the bathtub. So then we go to bottled water, which everybody's drinking. They're paying 1,200 times more for it. Yes. It's less regulated than what comes out (laughs) of your tap. Uh, My husband is a statistician. At one point, he worked for one of the big bottling companies and he could show you the tap it comes out of in Downey, California. And it's not regulated. And then you get the added benefit of the plastic, Plastic. which is leaching into the water and putting little microbes of plastic in the water. And plastic has elements that are endocrine disruptors. Yes. So if you're having difficulties with your hormones, Trust me, that's a place you can clean up immediately yeah. to help your body along. Definitely. So I know. Filter,
1: Filter your water, Cheryl, is what you're saying. And
0: then, and then buy yep. stainless steel jugs. I, I thought I say, had yeah. one here. I haven't done my jug yet. I carry a stainless steel jug everywhere I go. And if I'm going to be gone too long for one, I have big jugs that I keep in my car. They keep the water cool. And Mm -hmm. so you don't have to worry about them getting hot or leaching more, which is what the plastic does when it's hot. But they cost $19 for the bottle. You Think of how quickly you amortize that when you stop buying bottled plastic Oh, yeah,
1: bottled water is very expensive. And yes, you know, listeners, we often leave it in our car, in the cup holder, getting a bit warm.
0: And And that just causes more leaching of chemicals.
1: So water is one, but there's other things, aren't there? Those are cosmetics, but then also things like canned goods, I think. Am I right there, Cheryl? Things we think are safe, but actually... You
0: have to look for a can that says Uh BPA-free. Here in California, Whole Foods has some, but not all. Uh Sprouts, which is a local grocer here, if it's under their brand, they made a commitment that it's all BPA free. But you have to look for that that wording, because mm-hmm. that lining is even hindering our little boy sperm count. And that's one of the reason our little go- girls are going into menstruation so much earlier. It's mm-hmm. because of that BPA. And a lot of our yeah you know, things you store your food in have BPA in them. Yes. I now only store in glass and I use silicon covers and there's a great one that stretches over almost yeah, anything. yeah 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 no more plastic wrap all that stuff is not good for you and while I'm talking about food storage get rid yeah. of your teflon pan I had a heck of a time giving up my teflon friday because oh, yes. I love that nothing <laughs> stuck on it until I read that there are no birds alive where the DuPont factory is. And then I read that everybody in that town has cancer. And there was a movie last year called Dark Water about mm-hmm. how they have been dumping those chemicals into the waterways in that community for years. And they wouldn't wow. give up any of their records so that the town people they were, that was their main place to work, but they yeah, were yeah. all getting cancer. And it's not just that you're cooking on it; it's breaking off little bits of Teflon that are going this in your is. body, and it's letting off odors that are poisoning your body through your nose. So wow. you got to get rid of it. I have I cook on stainless steel or on enamel, yes. and I found a fantastic cleaner called Branch basics. It is a one on a 10-point scale, and they are plant enzymes. And I fell in love with it because you spray it on your pan, you walk away for five minutes, and everything slides right off because those little plant enzymes go to work and clean it right up. And I actually use that now in my laundry. I use it to clean my toilets. I use it to clean my floors because it's completely toxin-free. And it cleans like a dream. So That
1: is amazing. I mean, that just makes us stop and think, listeners, that everything that we use and touch regularly in our lives, our food that we eat, our cosmetics, our toiletries, our cleaning stuff, our
0: laundry stuff, our water, is a risk for us. It is a risk. And it is... We're 37th in the world in health in this country. In the U.S., yes. And it's because we're allowing all these big companies to mm. use all these chemicals. And we're rolling them back because it's good for money. Yeah. How much is your health worth? It's not worth it. No. So you can control most of it. Not all of it, but you can control most of it. So become aware. And my first book. Yeah wrote three years ago and I just revised it because I now know it's also cancer and heart disease. I list the hundreds of things that I eliminated and replaced because I wanted to give everybody a running start. You may not choose to like the cosmetics that I use because I'm old, I'm 71. Um, You might find something else is better for you, but at least I tell you what to look for, Mm. what chemicals you want to avoid, and I give you a place to start because you might like what I use. I'm not getting any money from this. I just want you to clean up Mm. and be toxin-free because, I want you to have hope and all your little aches and pains go away. I am pain-free today. So it has been worth it in spades.
1: Yes. But that is sounds, that is so wonderful. You've rolled it back and you're pain-free. Did you ever go back and talk to that first doctor who wanted to put you on steroids? (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I actually saw an MD before I ended up with my functional doctor, and he was trying to explain to me what was going on. And I was sort of, I don't know if you remember the Far Side cartoon of Gary Larson, but he had a cartoon where the human was talking to the dog, and all the dog was hearing was garbled. Well, that was kind of me with the MD. So I did actually send him a book and say, I'm sorry. I just, it was just too new and it was not getting comprehended. Mm -hmm. And at one point he threw up his hands and said, you're very sick and I don't know what to do with you. Well, then why was I driving an hour to see him? I don't think he meant for me to stop going to see him. So I apologized to him. But no, I never went back to my conventional doctor. They're not going to get it. And there are things that I learned. Uh, In medical school, they only get a half a day in nutrition. Yes. So they don't, if they tell you to lose weight and you say, okay, what do I do? They don't have a clue. No. And believe it or not, losing weight is all about chemicals too. For years, I thought I had a problem with willpower. No. I had a problem with toxins. I had a problem with sugar that I was addicted to. And when, when you break that addiction, you get back all the willpower that was turning off your apostat. So there's all kinds of things that they don't know because they don't learn it in medical school. Their main source of information, if they're a conventional doctor, is their pharmaceutical rep. So they listen for the first thing that you complain about. They match the pills because that's what they're trained to do. And yeah. you that's why you have to own your own health. I'm not telling you we don't need our doctors, because we do. But you should know a lot and have a robust conversation with them, conventional, functional, whatever they are. Yep. My functional doctor spends 45 minutes in an appointment with me. I come with information, she comes with information, and then we have this robust yeah. conversation. I cannot tell you how refreshing it is. And that's a great
1: recommendation, isn't it Uh as well, Cheryl, to have a, to go and see a functional, to see a functional doctor if you're not feeling well.
0: Now, you can find one by going to ifm.org and putting in your zip code. The disadvantage of going to a functional doctor is most of them do not take insurance. Ah, for Americans. I literally, I'm in Los Angeles. I literally called every integrative and functional doctor in this area. And I drive a little over an hour to get to mine, but she does take insurance. So it is possible. So don't give up, own it and go for it. You can find somebody.
1: I think that's wonderful that own it and go for it. And I think that's probably the number one thing, isn't it? That we have to own our, your number one message. You have to own your own. I
0: I grew up in department store management, and we took a course called Investment and Excellence, and they had a phrase, the who said of the greatest magnitude. You have to be careful not to make your doctor the who said of the greatest magnitude, because he doesn't know how you feel. He isn't in your body, so you have to own it. You cannot give the power over to anybody else. Yes, we need them. But don't give over all your power because you're the the buck stops with you. Mm.
1: I think that's very empowering, Cheryl. Actually, to say you own it, you can make changes, and that's the way to go forward. If you gave advice to somebody, what would be the number one or They're one or two top up. things you think people should do to change it? To start here, where should they start? What are the two or three things you would say to people to start with?
0: Okay, first thing is definitely own your own health. Yeah. And second thing is when you look in the mirror in the morning, ask your body how it feels. Because the sooner you adjust, the better off you are. Now, I will always have autoimmune disease. If I could turn back the clock, I would at the snap of my fingers. But I didn't catch it soon enough. But you can If you start getting in tune with your body and adjusting to how you feel every day and reacting, be proactive, don't be reactive. And then the next thing is start with food. Food is medicine. Medicine is sick care. You need to start putting the nutrients into your body that your body can use as building blocks to rebuild your cells every day. It's just like a computer. Garbage in garbage out. So you got to give it the good stuff so that it has all the right building blocks because it's constantly rebuilding in there. And you want it to be grabbing from the good stuff, not from defective things that it's been given through your mouth. And cook, for God's sakes. (laughs) I have such a resistance with my own clients to cook. It is so important for you to cook and get rid of the toxins.
1: Yeah. That's wonderful advice, Cheryl. And very simple, really.
0: Yeah. yeah, It is. It is. Yeah. And I just wrote my second book. It just got published. And it's about okay, Ducky, I don't live in an isolated bubble, I live in a social community. So, how do I go out to dinner with my friends? Because I do not eat this American standard diet, and they do. And so I give you all my tips of how I eat in restaurants, how I go to other people's homes, how we travel by car domestically, and we've been to Europe twice. Mm -hmm. Um, All the things that took me forever to figure out, but that will help you once you commit to eating a clean life. I tell you what I do for bugs in my house, (laughs) because sides kill. They're loaded with toxins. They're not good for you. They're not good for your children. And they're they're not not good for your pets. So I include all that stuff. And then I have a whole section on raising healthy children because 53% of our kids have chronic illness. Yes, they do. And then I have a whole section on how to create a healthy environment for your pets. Oh. Because when I was busy researching for myself, I wasn't considering how toxic their world had become. And I lost all three of my kitties early. So oh. I don't want anybody else to have that happen. No. So this, both books are a treasure trove of information that will give you a whole lot of the information you need to know to balance your hormones, to get rid of the toxins, and to rebuild a healthy body. That is wonderful,
1: Cheryl. And how can people get in touch with you beyond your books?
0: Um, it's, there's one base word. It's Cheryl M. Health Muse, M-U-S-E, because I want to inspire you. So it's Cheryl with a C, M, which is my last name, first initial, Health Muse, M-U-S-E. And you put .com on it. You go to my website, loaded with great information. You put it gmail.com. You go, you can email me ask me questions. I love to talk about health, so I can at least give you a head start with what you have to do, but you have to own it, and you have to do it, and then I just opened up a publishing company to house all my books, because I now have four, and it's called heavenlytreepress.com, so you can go there, and all of my books are there. I have a little desktop book, little skinny book on all my little stress exercises, so that you can keep it close You can pick one out a couple times a day. It's as simple as standing next to your chair and just bouncing for two minutes. (laughs) It will energize your whole body. You'll feel the blood go through your brain, but that resets your parasympathetic nervous system and lets off all that excess stress. That's wonderful.
1: Cheryl, you're so passionate, and I love that so much. And I I know that the listeners have learned in a very short space, a lot of really good advice and check out your books and your website to learn more because, yeah, as you said, we are in control. We have to be in
0: control here. Yeah, you can. And you need to be in control for your families as well. Yeah. And And in the time of the pandemic, you want to build your immune system, eat real food. That's where it starts. Exactly.
1: Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you found that episode very informative. And for me, it has been a real revelation just how prevalent toxins that can disrupt our hormone balance are in our environment. But I think as you heard from Cheryl, there are steps that we can take to minimise these if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to like, subscribe and share in the places that you listen to your podcasts next week I'm going to be talking women's empowerment particularly midlife women's empowerment with coach Helen Argue until next time go well